Welcome to St James, a Scottish Episcopal Church in Leith. This podcast is an edited recording from our Sunday morning service held on May 28, 2023. For news and information and to find out how to join us, please visit www.stjamesleith.org.uk. Feast of Pentecost as we sing Come Holy Spirit. So welcome to all in the building but also welcome to everybody at home who I invite to light your candles at home to join uh, with us in our service this morning. So we just start with a moment's quiet before we say our opening prayer. Come Holy Spirit. The wind of God, the breath of life. Come, Holy Spirit, our advocate, our counselor. Come, Holy Spirit, wisdom, mind of Christ. Come, Holy Spirit, grant us forgiveness, giver peace. Come, Holy Spirit. May we feel God breathing through our worship. May we receive the Holy Spirit in this place. Amen. So we now sing our first song, Spirit of Truth and Grace. Come to us in this place, as now in Jesus' name, God's people gather.
remain standing if you are able for our confession. Trusting in God's forgiveness, let us now in silence confess our failings and acknowledge our part in the pain of the world. Come home to yourselves and to each other. May all that is unfree in you be released. And may you blossom into a future graced with love. Amen. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time the Spirit had not been given, since Jesus had not yet been glorified. This is the Gospel of Christ. Please be seated. So just let's pray. Heavenly Father, open our ears, our eyes, and our hearts to hear your message for us this morning. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, I want to set the scene and take us back a little bit. It was a busy day in Jerusalem, and that was an understatement. It was really busy in Jerusalem. It was festival time, and people have gathered in Jerusalem from every corner of the known world. And they've come to celebrate, and they've come to worship at the temple. So think of it, it's a bit like Edinburgh Festival on steroids. Okay. Jesus' friends, the disciples, however, were not in such a celebratory mood. They were not out on the streets. Instead, they were in an upstairs room. You see, Jesus isn't with them anymore. After he rose from the dead, he had spent some 40 days with them, teaching them, preparing them, filling them with the confidence that they would need. And then came the day where he took them out onto a hill and right before their very eyes, this is what we made a couple of weeks ago, he rose up into heaven out of their sight. So then they returned and they were told, you know, in, don't worry, I'm not leaving you alone. Something special is going to happen. Something's going to come. But they didn't know what. So they went back to this upstairs room and they, they waited, although they didn't know what they were waiting for. And I don't know about you, but I wonder how they were feeling. Their friend, their teacher, the one who'd been with them, meant everything to them, had gone and they were waiting for something and, and they just didn't know what. I, 
Were they disappointed? Were they sad? Were they frightened? What is this Holy Spirit that's been promised? What does that mean? What was it that they were supposed to be waiting for? Days pass. Two days, five days, seven days. And then on the tenth day, something amazing happens. Now, we're really lucky this morning because we are going to hear what happened from two people who were there at the day. So, if I can invite those two special guests. It was Pentecost. People used to call it Feast of Weeks. It is 50 days after the, the Passover. So Jerusalem was busy, full of people come to making their offering of the first fruits to the God for bringing them home after years of wandering in wilderness. <coughs> people from all over the world were there and I was too. We were all together, us disciples, inside, away from the crowds, when suddenly the whole house was filled with the sound of rushing wind. It was terrifying, shocking, violent. And then there was fire, flames flickering above our heads. A tongue of flame hovering above each of us like a shimmering bird. And then it was as if the fire that breathed above us suddenly blazed within us. God's Holy Spirit lived in us and moved in us and we found ourselves filled with a new and sudden knowledge. I began to speak. We all did. Every language under heaven came pouring out of our mouths. We rushed outside. All around us, people were staring open-mouthed. But if you think they were shocked, it was nothing to what we were feeling. Suddenly, I was, I was a linguist, and not only that, I knew what to say. All this power, God's power, was pouring through me. I threw my arms in the air, and I laughed at the wonder of it. No wonder people thought we were drunk. That's what I thought. Past perfect continuous. I had, that's what I had been thinking. <laughs> how, I thought, how, how do you say it? Dis disgraceful. They are steaming, <laughs> shouting, waving their arms, drunk as skunks. I decided to give them a wide burst. But then, out of the jumble of sounds, they were making, I heard, phrase, God's deeds of power. And I stared. It was in my language, my own language. I'm from Siren, and since when did people from Galilee speak my language? There were Parthians in the crowd, and Elamites, <laughs> Mesopotamians, Egyptians, 
the world and his wife were there. And these men, these simple Jews from the countryside, Galilee, were speaking to all of them in their own languages. It was amazing. Since when did not educating ordinary people get to be experts in dozens of languages? No, they weren't drunk. I realized that. Well, not drunk on wine at any rate. The crowd were really stirred up by what we were doing. And that's when Peter spoke, reciting the prophecy of Joel. In the last days, God declares, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. Even upon slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy. And I will show signs in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone, everyone, <laughs> Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Thank you. Wow. Just wow. <coughs> Just think about it for a moment. It must have been incredible. Think about those first followers of Jesus for a moment. Most of them were just everyday folk. Fishermen, housewives, civil servants, mothers, fathers, those who'd been healed, those who Jesus have helped. Look around you for a moment. They were ordinary people, just like you and me. And here they are, suddenly talking to people from all over the known world in their own languages. How amazing was that? Now think about Peter. Peter, who we often remember for his, well, put-in-mouth disease. Peter, who denied Jesus three times. Now that same Peter was stood up in front of all these people from all over the world, preaching, quoting scripture to that vast crowd in an occupied city. Wow, what a transformation. And we're told that on that day, 3,000 people believed. Now this was his first sermon <laughs> and 3,000 people believed. Wow. And those 3,000 people took those words with them out to their own countries and they shared them and the church was born. And that's why we often think of Pentecost as the church's birthday, the day the church began. 
Pentecost is when we remember when the Holy Spirit came to the disciples with wind and fire and helped them to do things they had never been able to do before, like talk to people in their own languages, and have the courage to stand up and speak in front of those crowds of people. So what does this say to us today? Well, I don't know about you, but sometimes we may feel there is things that God wants us to do, but we don't feel that we're up to it. Sometimes we feel that we just can't do things. We don't have the skills. We don't have the courage. And anyway, what difference would we make? Perhaps there's things we'd like to change, but it's really hard. And our initial instinct is, what, me? You can't mean me. Send someone else, send anyone else, but don't send me. And we're not alone, you know, because the Bible is filled with people who felt just like that. You know, there's, as part from the disciples that day, there was Jonah, there was Isaiah, there were many more. God did use the most unlikely of people. But the truth is, they can't, and we can't do it by ourselves. God sends his Holy Spirit to help us too, just like God did on that first day of Pentecost. God can use us to do things we never thought that we could do if we would only trust him to help us. God can use us to do something really special too. And as I said, we have the ingredients inside us and he can use those things and he can transform those things and he can transform us just like those first believers on the day of Pentecost, the day that the church was born. So, as today is the church birthdays, I think we should celebrate and we need some cake. Well, there's not a great deal of cake there to go round, is there? So luckily, luckily, we've got Caroline, Elizabeth, Sally and Cam have made us some beautiful cakes. So let's hear it for the cake bakers and let's see. And we pray, loving God, Filled with your Holy Spirit, blow us out into the world, into our neighbourhood, our homes, our offices, our schools, our streets, wherever we may go, so that we may show your love and care to all we meet. So let's have a big Amen after three. One, two, three. Amen. amen.
Holy God, as we come to share the richness of your table, we cannot forget the rawness of the earth. We cannot take bread and forget those who are hungry. Your world is one world, and we are stewards of its nourishment. We cannot drink and forget those who are thirsty, the ground and the rootless, the earth and its weary people, cry out for justice. And we cannot hear your words of peace and forget our world in crisis and all those who are struggling, afraid and grieving. And loving God, we ask that you would send your Holy Spirit upon us and upon those at home. And we pray that your Holy Spirit would come upon this bread and this wine, that they may become your body and your blood. Thank you. 
Thank you. 